0: Dear Guruji, um, we are so honoured to be here today. Thank you. I'm glad. Can you tell us the truth about the dairy industry? Um, A lot of Indians might not know what's going on. And for the ones that do know that's going on, they usually respond by saying, well, Lord Krishna had milk, or it's our tradition, or we have to do Abhishek. It's in the culture things like that, could
1: you explain? Even if one is not in possession of facts, there are a few basic rules of thumb. Let's say, let's say I have this, right? And it yields me money. And who am I? I am the usual, normal, average, greedy person. That's how we all are since birth. And if this is yielding me money and comforts and whatever, will I first thing? Secondly, what all will I do to extract more money from it? Mm -hmm. Thirdly, will I not want more and more of such money spinners? So I may not know what we do with the buffalo or the cow in the factual sense, I might not know what is happening exactly inside that dairy or that farm, but don't I know how man is? I may not know the facts of the dairy industry, but but do I not know the facts of our inner self? We are greedy people and if uh, an animal can give me something that gives me money, I'll do anything to extract more and more of that stuff from that animal which happens to be a female mammal. So I'll do everything to get more milk which means I have to keep her constantly pregnant, which means I have to artificially inseminate her and I don't need to have video evidence for that. I probably don't even need to visit the dairy to see whether it is actually happening. It is bound to happen because that's the way we are. And we are the ones who run that dairy. So how is it possible that when we are corrupt and greedy and exploitative in all aspects, all walks of life at all times, we'll just spare the poor animal? We don't spare our relatives, we don't spare our own family, we don't spare our own selves. Why will we spare the animal? So, you can just using your own example extrapolate what we would be doing to the cow or the buffalo or the goat or you know the, to the hen and you won't be wrong provided you are extrapolating with uh, <clears throat> some honesty. Hmm? Why will you want to show forget compassion even? basic mercy to the animal, if extending mercy reduces the productivity of that animal resource. Even at the time of slaughter, you will slaughter the animal in the worst possible way, provided that worst possible way is financially beneficial to you. Is that not so? And I, and I don't even need evidence to corroborate what I'm saying, though plenty of evidence is already available. Hmm? And, and it's not confidential. You just have to Google or search for videos and you'll get it. So, <clears throat> if uh, giving an animal painless de- death requires an additional two minutes, why will I spend even those additional two minutes, even in the moment of slaughter? So it's, it's obvious what we are doing to the animal, and they don't have a voice, so they won't never come out on their own to narrate their story.
0: Right. A lot of people um, think we have a cow in the backyard, or these cows are being respected, or it's a goshala. Um, the, the calf is getting some milk, it's okay. Uh, a lot of people are talking about this A2 milk. Can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: You see, it does not matter what the name of that particular species is. It's obvious, it's not the human species, right? Is there any other species that consumes the milk of anybody other than its own mother? And that too for a limited period of time? First question, a very basic question. Any species that consumes, any mammalian species that consumes the milk of anybody other than its own mother, that too, for a very limited period of time. Secondly, is goat milk useful mm, to, let's say, a tiger cub? Can you raise a tiger cub on goat milk? Hmm? And the tiger, being the tiger, has all the prowess to subdue the goat and consume her milk. Does the tiger do that? Even the tiger knows that it's nonsensical to even attempt. Then how can the milk of one species be useful to the kids of another species? The buffalo milk is constituted to bring up a huge mindless buffalo weighing 500 or 800 kilograms. It is not a fluid designed by Prakriti to be useful to a human kid. It's obvious. No? Okay. That's the reason why Buffalo milk is not the same as human milk. Okay. Else the two would have been the same. Okay. Which means human milk is for human babies and Buffalo milk or cow milk is for their own calves. Okay. You exchange the two, it won't be suitable. In fact, You you take uh, you just flip the example. If you give human milk to a tiger cub or to a goat kid, it won't be beneficial. Hmm? Now that was uh, as far as kids go, but the thing is, we consume milk. We continue to consume milk long after we have ceased to be kids. What does a 40- or 60-year-old mean by consuming so much dairy? And I watched uh, your well-made movie yesterday. There was this figure that uh, Indians are consuming what 350-370 grams of milk per day, which is the highest in the world, or way above the global average. Mm -hmm. What is a 50-year-old doing consuming so much dairy? You are not even a kid. First thing, you are not a kid. You don't even have the right enzymes in your body to process, to digest uh, the milk protein. And uh, then again, that that milk that you are taking in is not coming from your own species, it's coming from somewhere else. So uh, just a little application of mind tells that it means nothing. It does not uh, matter whether it's the milk of A2 or a goat or a yak or a camel or uh, doesn't matter. And uh, I, I don't think I have answered all parts of your question. There was something else you added to the question. Um, no, it's, it's
0: really,
1: I think you covered it. You covered yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. You you said something about Lord Krishna.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. A lot of people will uh, make excuses for the ones that do know there's cruelty in milk, mm. but they'll say, "Well, Lord Krishna had it, or it's tradition, no, or Please, you have Abhishek, to understand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lord Krishna consuming milk in his childhood. In his childhood, only in his childhood. Do you hear or read of him consuming milk after he was grown up? No. First question. Second thing, when you have an avatar, that avatar is constrained by the limits and conditions and conventions of his time and age so he was born in a, or not not really born brought up in a clan of cow keepers yeah. cattle rearers yeah. Hmm? Yeah. that was the profession that entire neighborhood was following right yes. and bal krishna is just a little baby yeah. he will do what the entire surrounding is doing And he will wear what everybody else is wearing. So saying that uh, uh, little Krishna used to drink milk is just like saying that little Krishna uh, used to wear the costumes of his time. Just as he is bound to wear the costumes of his time, similarly, as long as he is little, he is bound to follow the customs of his time. We are talking about avatar, we are not talking about Atma or Brahma or Satya here. And all the avatars hmm, are definitely limited by the conditions of their time. It is, it is believed that you take birth, Sambhavami Yuge Yuge, you take birth in a particular milieu. And if you are taking birth in a particular village, of course, you don't expect Krishna to walk around in Western formals. He will wear what they did, yeah. huh? his parents and relatives and the entire area. And he will speak the language that they spoke. Just as he would speak the language as was spoken by the people of his time. Similarly, as long as he is young, he will follow the customs of the people of his time. Because the avatar is not supposed to be perfect in the first place. The avatar is not to Purna Satya. The avatar is not even supposed to be the perfect truth. Since the avatar is embodied, the avatar has come to be born. So he is supposed to have the bearings, attributes, characteristics of his particular time and age. right? No, that is the reason. Uh, no, no, Does he play the violin? He plays the flute. flute. Why the flute and why not the violin? Does he speak French? No. He speaks the language of that place and time. Now, why doesn't he speak French? Because he was born at a place where there was no French. He was born at a place where there was no violin. If an avatar Today takes birth in France. He will probably play the piano and speak French. So these are time-bound attributes. These are not to be taken as timeless. These depend on the time in which the avatar was born. That's the reason why different avatars show different characteristics. Now, truth is one. Then why are the characteristics of the different avatars so much at variance with each other? Somebody is uh, very composed, somebody talks in one way, somebody wears one uh, kind of attire, somebody is carrying um, around in another way. Why are such variations seen? Because those are the variations of the time and place of their birth, desh kal They are not variations in the truth. Now what depended on a certain time and place must be left to that time and place. What is it that must be carried forward? That which is timeless. Eating habits, sartorial habits, linguistic preferences. Where do all these come from? They come from that geography and that age. right? And geography and age are not timeless. They are limited. Such habits, such characteristics, belong only to that period and must not be carried forward to the coming centuries. What is it then that must be carried forward to the coming centuries up to time-eternity? The Bhagavad Gita. Because in that you have something which time can never besmear or blemish. The Bhagavad Gita alone is timeless in the entire narrative of Sri Krishna. All else is time bound and that which is time bound has very little utility. When we go to the scriptures, when we look at our honoured avatars, so when we look at our avatars, we look at them to have a glimpse of that which time can never touch. We do not look at them in a historical sense we do not look at them to follow the things that they did at that point in history in time Hmm? we do not look at them because we want to emulate what was happening in the 10th century BC the 10th century BC is gone However, the Bhagavad Gita shall never turn stale and it is to Gita that we offer our love, our respect, our salutations. Hmm? All else is just time and place and what is there at one point in time shall be turned uh, useless by another point in time. Time is just the flow of prakriti, right? And that exactly is the message of Bhagavad Gita. Now, at what place is it mentioned in Bhagavad Gita that to follow the teachings of Krishna, you have to be a dairy consumer? So, Arjun is unwilling to fight. Arjun does not know his dharma. And Krishna tells him, Arjun, have some lassi. Mm Is that how the Bhagavad Gita proceeds? Is there any mention of dairy in the Gita? So when you look at Krishna, please look for the essential. That would be the only respect that you can offer to Shri Krishna. All else is just time-bound dramatics. It fades away very quickly. No point trying to hold on to it. You cannot stop the flow of time. But definitely, you can bow your head down in front of that which is timeless. And that should be our attempt. Hmm?
0: Can you explain um, what a mother is going through with her calf is the same thing as obviously, very goes, obviously. what we're going
1: through? Obviously, very obviously. But then, first of all, we have to first admit that the human mother, too, in her attachment. To the child is very much an animal. We don't admit that. We believe that the human mother and the cow are separate beings, they are not. Because attachment is very much an animalistic quality. What happens is we treat the mother's relationship with the kid as love, don't we say that? The mother's love for the child. The moment you say mother's love for the child, you have artificially raised that animalistic relationship to a conscious level because attachment is animalistic, love is conscious. The fact is that even the human mother is just attached to the child. Why? Because even the human mother is an animal and Similarly, the cow or the buffalo or the goat is attached to her child. Now, when you admit that human beings too are just animals, now you see that the human mother is just the same as the cow. And if you treat with great respect, the relation between the human mother and her baby then how can you treat with disrespect the relationship between the cow and the calf are you getting it as long as you do not see that the woman equals the animal equals the cow how are the woman and the cow same how are the woman and the cow same because they both are animals right But if you admit that they both are animals, you will have to substitute the word love with attachment. Because animals can have attachment but no love. Instead, we want to call the relationship between the human mother and the child as love. You want to call that love, therefore you will not admit that the human mother too is an animal. Therefore, you will be forced to declare that the human mother and the cow are different. The cow is an animal, the human mother is divine. Now this is a bad, false and artificial division. It, it, is, it is imaginary, it does not exist. Man and animal are normally one. They become different only when man walks on the spiritual path and raises his consciousness. Otherwise, man and animal are just one. And if man and animal are just one, huh? My argument is, have the same standards for them? If you treat the relationship between a human mother and her kid with so much respect, we have so many songs in adulation of Maa's Mamta, then why separate the Poor cow from her calf and milk her and and make fancy statements like the calf cannot digest so much milk and therefore we are doing the cow a favor by taking away the extra milk all kinds of uh, extraordinary arguments are made you know by milking the cow we are doing her a favor because the calf will die if it takes so much of milk so Prakriti has gone totally wrong Prakriti has filled up the cows orders with extra milk for the benefit of mankind even the greatest poets will be belittled by such imaginative heights huh? Prakriti decided that man is my favorite kid so for the sake of man let me bless the cow with extra milk otherwise how will man survive man is such a little baby that he needs to have milk even if he is 80 years of age, even at age 80, what you are doing is milk, milk, milk. <laughs> and that is so symbolically powerful. No, The fact is, even at the age of 80, most of us are like three months old. Therefore, we need milk. Mental age is not more than three months. So you need milk. Otherwise, is it not so absurd? You are 80 years old. And you are consuming a baby's diet, milk. What kind of? We we could have laughed over it. It's just that it is very violent. We cannot laugh over it. Hmm? Man is such a little baby. Man is such a little baby that it must steal the food of actual babies. (laughs) We are such babies that we must steal the food of actual babies. Perfect. Thank you so much.